Awesome. Facebook Live is starting. Sometimes it's starting and it's still spinning at the same time. So I'm going to, there we are. Well, it's official. Hey, welcome everyone. Um, my name is Steve Stump and you're listening and watching the very first Insurance Brew Crew, where we bring experts to talk about all things covered by insurance, home, auto, your health, and your life. It's the Brew Crew. So here we are at VentureX. In the morning, we might have a warm brew. In the, in the afternoon, we might have a cold brew. But today, I'm super excited. We're talking cars. I've got an expert in paintless dent repair, John Thompson, here with me today. John, welcome to the show. This is the very first show, so you're my inaugural guest. And I'm very excited that you uh, said, yes, let's do this. Um, but welcome to the show. Why don't you introduce yourself to the guest? All right. Thank audience. you, uh, Steve. This is a great opportunity to be on a, a live podcast and, and get, get a little exposure about paintless dent repair. So paintless dent repair is a process of removing dents from your vehicle uh, without having to repaint, fill it with Bondo, and saving your factory finish. So uh, once again, this is a great opportunity. So I thank you. It's uh, going to be exciting to talk some cars, dents and uh, a few processes of what we have and what we go through on a daily basis as far as questions that are asked, uh, how we do repairs, what we can fix, what we cannot fix, and uh, maybe you'll throw in a couple cool questions. <laughs> cool, perfect. Well, first, um, how did you get into what you're doing with Paintless Dent Repair? So, long story short, I uh, had the opportunity in 99 to look into Paintless Dent Repair. Uh, I was 23, 24. Uh, I was kind You're of like 26, 27 now, uh, 47, almost 48. <laughs> so, um, I, I missed the opportunity because it was too hot. It was something that I wasn't wanting to do. And it was still kind of new, uh, a new job, a new career, something that wasn't proven to actually produce. So, um, being immature and young, I said, no. So come full circle. Um, we live in North Texas. There's a lot of hail in North Texas. So my wife and I, we had hail on our house um, and it was devastating. So I was like, man, maybe I should become an adjuster. Maybe I should get into something to where we can make more money. So I've sold roofs before, so I've not a, um, it's not new about hail and sales and adjusting and insurance. So I was just thinking, you know what, let's find something that can actually, uh, I could be my own boss, produce, and then, you know, just help people. Because uh, a lot of times when people have their cars, it doesn't matter if it's a $5,000 car or an $80,000 or a $100,000 vehicle, they show pride and show value in that car. Right. So whenever we're able to restore the, the hail damage or door dings and hold the value in those cars, people are very happy. Right. And so um, I decided, hey, look, uh, told my wife, hey, I'm going to do dentless paint repair, I mean, paintless dent repair uh, from one of my buddies, uh, John Vandepaugh said, hey, you should get into PDR, which is paintless dent repair. And I was like, oh, man, I, okay, let me check it out. He says, but you have to be good. If you're not good, no one's going to use you. Sure. You're going to cost yourself a lot of money, and you're just going to waste your time. I said, okay. So I told my wife, hey, look, I'm all in. Uh, I went to school. I got trained at the Dean King Training Institute. I uh, got a little certification. So it says that I'm able to do paintless dent repair, pass their courses, and, and everything that they have. So then I had a... I was working a full-time job and then I had a mentor my mentor is Mozzie 
Um, it's real hard to find a paintless dent repair guy that wants to help you. Right. Uh, so, because you're thinking, oh, they're not going to be able to produce. If they're no good, we're wasting our time. So there's many different things that go into it. And I've found that out as well, being a business owner and people trying to come into my business. So we have a select few that we've tried to help and one has made it so far. So I get it, I totally get it. So I had a mentor for um, about four months while I was working my full-time job. So when I was working the full-time job, on my days off, I would go to Mozzie's shop. I, would, I had a practice hood. He let me use some of his tools. He would let me use my tools and it was just a learning curve. Mm -hmm. So he was like, look, this is good, do it like this, don't do it like this, and I was like, okay. But I had to be open. I had to be willing to learn and sure. willing to grow and take criticism uh, and get better. The drive was there, so I was not gonna fail. So long story short, after about um, four months, Mr. Mozzie, he kicked me out of his shop, and I was like, why are you kicking me out of your shop? And he was like, John, you can make money. I was like, what? He's like, you're, you're a lot faster than some of these other guys that, I, that have come through here. You've come every day, you've showed up, and you're good. Right. So I was like, okay. So I went out and I hunted for three weeks to find, a, find work. I had no idea. Then uh, I got a break at uh, Huffines Kia Subaru in Corinth, which was right down the street. Mm -hmm. So Aaron Brown, the guy over there in charge of the used car director, he's like, you can fix hail. And I was like, yeah. He said, go check out that Mustang. So I called Mozzie. I said, hey, Mozzie. They want us to fix this car. He says, just get the car. Just get the car. Just bring the car. Get it. And I was like, okay. So they gave me a price. I said, yeah, we can fix it. Took it to Mozzie. Had no idea how to do pricing, how to fix hail damage or anything. So we went there. Mozzie and I fixed the car. Took the car back. Everybody in the dealership comes out. was like, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So they sold the car the next day. Oh, awesome. And then they, so no, they said, here, here's another car. I said, I have a full-time job. I'll pick it up on Monday. Boom, and the next day we started a relationship, and yeah. it's taken off from there. Yeah, snowballed. Now, now you own NTX BDR. Correct. And you're you. When we met the last time, uh, you had said you do a lot of business with dealerships, and obviously, obviously that's um, very lucrative. But then you you handle individual claims as well. When those individuals, you know, their car sitting outside in a hailstorm. So, what's that process like when someone says or realizes they have hail? and now they're dealing with insurance, how do you make that simple for them? There's a lot of things that go into an insurance claim. So first of all, um, my first recommendation for everyone is if you live in North Texas especially, is to go ahead and get the rental car coverage. Mm. Okay, so rental car coverage will help you uh, during the repairs, even if you have a collision, hail damage, something like that. There's many times to where the, the customer is like, we don't have rental car coverage, now we don't have a car. Mm -hmm. uh, with times um, fixing a car, it can be from three days to a week to over 30 days sometimes. Just depends on the amount of damage. That's Correct, yeah. it depends on the amount of damage. So when you have a large population like Dallas-Fort Worth that has millions of people, and then you have 100,000 people or more that have the same damage as you, now you have a rental car shortage right? because everybody's trying to get their cars fixed and everything's just crazy. So it's the process. Number one thing is to, is to help with that. So the way the process starts is you file a claim. Mm -hmm. So you get with your insurance company, say, hey, we had hail damage. Uh, I need someone to come look at the car. They'll send an adjuster out or with COVID and everything that's going on, they'll do a virtual yeah. inspection. So they'll have you take some pictures of the vehicle, 
uh, usually with them on the phone go through their app and their process take pictures document it and then they'll give you a rough a, a really rough low ballpark estimate to fix the car right so what that's doing is getting the ball rolling is letting the insurance know hey look we have a client that has damage that's going to get repaired so at that point you have any you can choose any repair facility that you want so you can choose uh, us which is NTXPDR you can choose someone else um, or you can choose to take it to the body so shop. So the insurance company can't control who you take your car to? Correct. That's okay. 100% correct. That's great advice. So if uh, your insurance company says, hey, we want you to take your car to Caliber Collision to get an estimate, Caliber Collision will write you an estimate. You do not have to take your car to that to that repair facility to get it fixed. Mm -hmm. uh, usually they in larger insurance companies partner with larger uh, body shops right. and, and repair facilities because they work together, high volume, they do a buddy system, and yeah, it works out for both of them. Yeah. So, um, so at that point, you can choose whoever you want. But the, the next step is, well, the first one is you're gonna get the, the claim number, you're gonna let the insurance know that there's a, a problem, uh, they'll send someone out or do a virtual estimate. So, and then at that point, the next step is to find out what the damage is. So when they come out, they'll inspect your vehicle, see, okay, well, there's 100 on the hood, so that gets us, specific price but then you have to look at okay are those a hundred quarter size dents mm -hmm. half dollar size dents or are they dime dents or are they larger so it gets complicated and gets a little bit watered down because people don't know exactly how they charge to fix the car right so if there's 100 hail dents on your car that are about a quarter size it's a certain price different insurances use different pricing guides mm. and so each one is going to be different so if you take your car to us and we count it different than your insurance, our number is gonna be higher sure. than theirs because they don't have the lights, the specific tools to look at it. They're gonna look at it either over a phone or use a, the outside light to take a look at it, inspect it, and you don't see, always see the damage. So the pricing is different. So if even if I have one uh, PDR shop look at it and then we look at it, they never match up. Right. Because we interpret and see things different, different uh, technology as far as uh, pricing is different right so the next step is we inspect your vehicle we see if there's trim pieces broken we see if there's taillights broken we see um, headlights dome lights we just see everything that's broken uh, the next thing is the type of metal people always say well how much does it cost to fix a dent and as well it all depends on the metal and this also goes into the claims process as well so like on Toyota and Nissan uh, they have high strength steel uh, on Ford and new Chevys and some of the others, they have aluminum and, you know, like Mercedes and BMW and stuff like that. They're all different types of metal, mm -hmm. so it all breaks down to a different price. Some are easier to fix and some are harder to fix. And then we have to just adjust, you know, how big are the dents? Are they small dents? Are they right. big dents? Can we fix this? Can we not fix this? A lot of, a lot of variables to take into account. Plus, you got the human factor and the adjuster is going to see things differently than your shop and another shop seems things different. So... But you make it easy. You make Correct. it easy for your clients, obviously. Correct. And the, the way that we make it easy is uh, we're very personable, we're very friendly, we're very helpful. Um, there's no need for us to hide or, or say something that's not there. Uh, we have integrity. We, we do our best to communicate during the repairs, after the repairs. So if you need help getting to the rental car company, we will meet you at the rental car company um, to pick you up or pick your car up, and then we'll take it to the shop. And then when we're done, we can meet you back at the rental car company. We'll bring the car back to you, 
make sure it's sanitized and cleaned yeah. up for COVID protocols because they pay us to do that. So there's um, a different level of customer service that we offer. Um, we're friendly, we're knowledgeable, we're professional. Uh, we do good repairs, that's the most important. And um, you know, people choose us and they keep coming back. Right. They always continue to come back. Most of our business is referral business and it's because the way we've treated the people. Uh, the way that, um, and if there's a problem, we let them know, hey, look, this happened. Um, like we had a, a Honda part because of all the transportation issues. We had a trim piece that goes, uh, it's called a drip molding over the roof of a Honda CRV. It took over three months to get this one part in. So we finished the repair, let the customer know we're on back order, yeah. contacted with, with Honda, let them know, took notes on everything, on phone calls and conversations, and the customer was like, that was awesome. Thank you. you know? That's one of the things I've noticed about you, and you know, we run around in some of the same networking groups, so, but the level of service that you provide seems different than a lot of small businesses, not just in the PDR space, but in general. And you, I can tell you really pride yourself on providing a high level of customer service. Yes, I feel that uh, the customer service is important. When you have your, when you have ten, twelve thousand, fifteen thousand dollars damage to yeah. to your vehicle, you don't know what to do. You don't know how to act. Yeah. How are we going to fix this? How's this going to get better? How are you going to make this okay? And what we do is we take the get them give them peace of mind by taking the the stress of dealing with insurance, uh, the stress of dealing with replacing a windshield, uh, with ordering parts doing the repair, taking your car apart, putting it back together to where it looks like there was no damage, yeah. to where the damage is pre-storm existing uh, condition is where we get your car. You know, next to next to our homes, the car is probably the second most expensive asset we own. And, and a lot of people take, obviously, extreme pride and ownership in uh, that car and keep it immaculate. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, they can get emotional when, it, when it's been damaged. Right. Um, but it's not just hail damage. What else can you do with paintless dip repair? So the number one question we get is, how much does it cost? How much does it cost to fix the door dent? Well, everybody says it's always a small dent. So a small dent is about the size of a quarter or less. That's a small dent. But then that small dent, is it a deep crease, sharp dent? What hit it? Was it a, a, a door flung open and hit it at 25 miles per hour? You know, it's there's different things. So um, we do door dings, uh, we do minor collision damage, like a larger quarter panel repairs, mm -hmm. door repairs, different fender repairs, roof repairs. We've had one to where someone had jumped on top of the car and it looked like there was just feet prints all over the car. So it was uh, interesting at the same time, but you know, there's other stuff that can be fixed with paintless dent repair than things that cannot. Yeah. And so the things that cannot be fixed with paintless dent repair is when the paint's broken, uh, when it's compromised, when there's flakes of paint coming off. Because whenever we go to push that metal back up, because we don't just pop dents out, we have to gain access behind the panel mm -hmm. and then push them up slowly with our tools. We have to use heat to warm the metal because you, you can't just jam a, a metal rod in there and, and make it mold back to right. where it was. So you have to take your time, you have to heat it up and you have to get behind the panel, massage it up slowly, 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 to where it disappears probably takes a lot of patience yes <laughs> and, and the funny thing is is uh i really don't have much patience uh, -huh. uh but i enjoy what i do yeah and i enjoy seeing the outcome and then i enjoy seeing the people who are like where did it go yeah and then people are like man that was cool and then they see the value 
they see the uh, precision and they see the great repair and that's how we get our business and how we've grown our business in over four years awesome one of the things I want to do by hosting experts like yourself is help people understand how do I maintain the value of the things in my life that is covered by insurance so in your experience when you've got a car with hell damage and and, and then that uh, hell damage has been repaired or a minor collision what's the difference in value that the person can see in that automobile Okay, so if you are, let's just say you have a $20,000 vehicle, say it doesn't matter what, what type of vehicle, you have $20,000 worth of damage, I mean $20,000 worth of vehicle, and then you have $8,000 worth of damage, mm-hmm. and you go to trade that car in. The dealership knows that you have roughly $8,000 worth of damage. So if you had full coverage, here it goes. Now your 20000 vehicle is $8,000 left, Yeah, roughly. So now you're sitting at a $12,000 vehicle. So you have hail damage on your vehicle, uh, you pay insurance or the, the, the PDR company, NTX PDR, to fix it. So we fix the $8,000 in damage, be it trim pieces, fixing the hail, a that's, windshield. That's probably not costing. At that point, you pay your deductible and now your car gets fixed. So now you're holding the value. Mm-hmm. Our motto is bringing value back. So whenever you have hail damage, a door ding, you go to trade your car in, it has to get fixed in order to be reconditioned and sold right. back to someone. So the dealership wants to make the money on it. Uh, if you have a damaged vehicle, bring it in, they're going to nickel and dime you because they have to fix it right. in order to bring it back. So the, the cost of an $8,000 repair is your deductible, and then at that point, you're able to hold that $20,000 worth of value to your vehicle when you trade it in versus 12 or, or, or so. Right, right. No, that's a great point. And, um, you know, you want to trade it in, you want to maximize that value. And we all know car dealers, they, they got to make money as well. So they're going to look at those opportunities for any reason why not to give you that trade-in value. So maximize it by taking advantage of PDR. Correct. And uh, definitely with NTX PDR. Um, what... So you've been doing this for a while. What's uh, the coolest, funnest, neatest car you've worked on? Well, the coolest car would have to be... Okay, so I have a couple cool ones, okay? Okay. So there was... um, This wasn't the coolest car, but it was the coolest repair for me. Uh Okay, so it was a 2005... Ford Thunderbird. Okay. The guy was an uh, older guy, was in, in, uh, in, in the parking lot, driving it on a Sunday drive. Someone backed into him, crushed the whole door in. Mm. So it went from the top of the door where the window and the convertible comes up to, to that rail, almost all the way down to the, the bottom. And it was... And, and, the, and the paint didn't flake. And the paint did not break. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. And so the guy was like, hey, look, they gave me X amount of dollars to fix this car. What can you do it for? I said... Let me see if I can fix it first. Yeah. And then so at that point, he fixed it, and he was blown away. He was like, well, all the body lines matched up, mm-hmm. all the all the doors and windows, everything was, and he was just blown away. So that was the coolest repair. Then other than that, I've worked on like 68, um, uh, I had a Camaro, I had a Shelby, a GT Shelby 500 or oh, yeah. 350. Definitely when, not yeah. the fiberglass body. It no, was it, yeah, it was nice and old. <laughs> Um, then I've worked on some Ferraris, a uh, couple, um, couple of those, and then let's see. The cool cars, 
aren't always the old, old ones because the metal's really hard. Mm. The cool ones are the new ones, yeah. you know, like, like the Teslas. Uh, they're very difficult. It's a very hard repair. It's challenging because you have to think there's computer boards everywhere. Oh, yeah. There's chips and stuff in there, so you have to know how to take it apart or, or how to get to it versus just doing a, a, an easy repair. Right. So the cool cars are, are, of course, the sports cars. You know, we work on Porsches, we worked on Lamborghinis, we've had Ferraris, uh, Audi, just all the cool cars that you see on the Matchbox. Yeah. We, we oh, don't yeah. get a whole lot of them, but when you work on them, you always want to sit in it. You always want to start it up. <laughs> you always want to hit the gas and make sure that you can hear it. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, you're like, this is kind of cool. So <laughs> being a car enthusiast is, is part of it. Um, I don't own any of those, own any of those cars, uh, but at the same time, when you have clients that trust you with a yeah. hundred thousand dollar vehicle to fix the dents or the damage on their car, it's pretty rewarding. It's it's a great feeling whenever you're done and they're like, thank you, and they and they pay you, right? Because right. they tell their friends. Yeah, absolutely. Well, very cool. Neat some some neat stories as well. Um, so, what would you say are maybe the the top three things? someone should be looking at four within a, a PDR shop when they do need that hail repaired or that uh, minor collision repair? What are those three things they should be looking for and asking about? That's a great question. So the, the number one thing is um, how long have they been in business? Mm -hmm. um, and we've been in business, we're starting on our fourth year, so we're still relatively new as a business. Uh, we use Google, um, as a platform to gain a lot of our customers. Yeah. Um, so our Google reviews, people look at those all the time. Uh, we have five-star reviews, and people always ask, are you the one fixing our car? And the answer is yes. It's me, or I have guys that we bring in that are like 25-year techs, and when we have large hailstorms, you know, 20, 15-year technicians to where They've been doing this a while. We don't have to babysit. We don't have to watch. We know the work that they do. Yeah. Um, so it's who's working on your car. It, who Who's the one that's taking apart your car? Who yeah. is pushing the dents? Is, is it is it a, someone where they, they, they say, we can fix your car, but then they take your car, and then they give it to someone else? Right. You know, and then at that point, when the car comes back, is there a quality control? Are there processes in place for them to to inspect the vehicle, to make sure everything's put back together, drain lines from the sunroofs, taillights assembled right. Just there's so many different things that if you don't know who's doing the repair, you don't know how you're going to get it back. Right. And if you have a problem with a repair, you can bring it to us and we're going to fix it or make it right and do it the right way to where, you know what, we don't want to have any issues. Right. But if you take it somewhere else and they say, sorry, those guys left town already, they're not even here anymore. They're in does that happen? I mean, we yeah. know what happens in roofing, but does that happen with a big Absolutely. storm? Oh, wow. A Absolutely. So uh, one example, there was a hailstorm in Denton. Uh, a large company came in. Uh, they set up shop. Uh, they were there for about six months, and then they, were, they left. So they came in. Okay, great company. You can look them up. Great reviews, everything. Uh, but let's just say seven months down the road, when there's nobody from that company, at that location anymore who's going to help you yeah you know say that there's a little rattle or yeah. or something you know where you see something where it was paintless dent repair where there's a defect in something and it's like how can we get back to them i answer the phone God. yeah uh, i'm slow on the email sometimes but i get to them uh, i'm not an email guy when the phone rings text rings um i'm i'm available uh when you call our business number i'm the one who answers 
um, the one that helps set, sets the appointments. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we need to come to you and do a, an estimate, you know, what I usually ask for is, hey, can you send me a couple pictures? Uh, sometimes pictures are not always the best because you can't see everything. And then I call them back. Yeah. Okay, this is going to be roughly 300 to 600 bucks. Why the big discrepancy? It's like, well, it's an estimate. It's, it's a rough estimate. But then when we get there, we go to the location, run it through our app, and then we have the correct price. Right. And then people are like, okay, that was ballpark, so that was pretty good. Awesome. So I heard, I actually got five points out of there. Okay. Uh, which One's dismantling the car, but banging out the dance, or are they sending it off to someone? And what is their quality assurance steps? How are they going to make sure that's all put back together and they're not going to have problems down the road? Literally and, and figuratively. Right. Right. <laughs> um, I heard a guarantee in there. You know, you know, you want to make sure that if you have a problem, you can go back and they're going to take care of it. And that led to the last one. And I didn't know this, that local is key because just like with roofing, you get a big storm come in and all these companies come in and they want to take advantage of all the claims and uh, the, the need for repair. So definitely make sure that they're there today, they're there tomorrow, they're there next year. Um, that's awesome. Well, how would people learn more about NTX PDR? Who would they, um, how would they get in contact with you? Where should they go to find more about it? Okay, so NTX PDR, we're located in Denton, Texas. So we're in between Dallas and Fort Worth, uh, North Texas. Where 35 meets and 35W and 35E meet, our shop is right over there. Okay. Uh, so we sublease a shop um, with our good friends at Havoc Trucks. So we've been with them for two years. Um, so people can find us on the web at ntxpdr.com. Uh, you can set an appointment, book, phone call, see our gallery, see our pictures, uh, and see what we do with the, within the community, and um, see a few pictures of my family as well. So. And then also you can reach us at 972-922-1060. That's our phone number. You can send a text to that number as well. Um, and then on Facebook, you can find us. The link will be in the bottom. It's NTX PDR Paintless Dent Repair. So if you like the video, have any questions, give me a, a message, direct message, or a text message. Uh, I can get back with you. If you know anybody that's ever had hail damage, uh, which everybody has in North Texas. Yeah. Uh, it's your neighbor, it's your friend, it's your cousin, your aunt, uh, your nephew, nieces, grandchildren. Everybody's affected in North Texas with hail. Uh, and then also people that have had door dings. Door dings are more difficult uh, repair sometimes because it's a really strong force yeah. uh, that damages the vehicle. Uh, so, you know, everybody's had a door ding and you're like, come out after the grocery store after a soccer game, and you're like, dang, what happened? Door ding, give right. us a call. You have a ding, give us a ring. But uh, that, <laughs> that's one of our little sayings that we've come up with recently. Too. Awesome, so. awesome. Well, cool. Well, thank you for spending the time with me. Um, now, I want you to tell us more about your event coming up. Okay. So, um, got a chance to talk with John about this event coming up. But uh, tell us more about what this is about. Okay, so... This is, a, this is a great thing, a great time for me to share a little bit of my story. Okay, so there was a time where my son and I, we weren't doing very well. I was taking, a, I had a different job, I was living with my mom and dad, and things weren't just going quite well. So I had to put my son on the free and reduced lunch program. So 
Um, next thing you know, he's coming home, coming home from school, and he's got a backpack full of food. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, who gave you the food? And he's like, I don't know. They just gave it to me. I said, okay, cool. So it was a local church that found out that he was on the free and reduced lunch program, and so they were sending him home with food. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. So fast forward. So now I've started my own business. Um, I was introduced to Love Packs. Uh, Love Packs does the same thing. Uh, they're a nonprofit that feeds kids on the free and reduced lunch program. Mm-hmm. So these kids that are in our communities, they're Plano, Allen, they're uh, Little Elm, Frisco. I mean, there's a Coppell, I think, as well. I don't remember all their name, all their locations and branches, but <clears throat> tell, uh, Love Packs feeds kids. Yeah. And it's near to me, near to my heart, makes me feel good that I can give back. So what I've done is I've organized uh, box pickups. So when they send these kids home with boxes of food, I got with uh, Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine, Alicia. She said, hey, look, I work with Chick-fil-A. We can donate boxes to Love Packs. I was like, okay. So every Friday I was picking up boxes for Love Packs so they don't have to pay for them and right, buy them. Sure. And then they use all these boxes to stuff like full food, of food right? and they give them to the kids. Awesome. So now we're helping. So, and then I started organizing uh, food drives in our area, Adopt-A-Box, all sorts of stuff to where kids were benefiting from just getting the word out. Right. So kids with food insecurities, it's happening, it's here, and kids need help. And you said something this morning before we got on, breakfast and lunch may be the only time those kids eat because they're getting it from school. And so this food is for them to take home for dinner and maybe to share with the rest of their family. So um, a lot of people don't realize, yeah, they're on the free and reduced lunch, and they think, oh, well, they're getting food at home. That might not be the case. Correct, correct, that's absolutely correct. So what we've done is we've uh, organized a fundraising event, business mixer, uh, to benefit Love Packs. Love Packs Denton specifically, we live, it's our community, we love to give back. Um, But all of Love Packs is always welcome to come out, you know, and share their stories as well. But these kids, they, they may not have food over the weekend, so they pack over extended holidays and over weekends. The counselors let them let the Love Packs know, hey, look, we have 400 kids at these schools that need food. Mm-hmm. So Love Pack and all the volunteers, they get together, they pack the food, they get it, they get it sent to the school, and the kids leave with food. Right. And so it's a great thing. So uh, we've organized an event for um, Love Packs twice a year. Uh, we had one, a crawfish boil in March. Uh, and then everything went to Love Packs. Uh, this year we're running it a little bit different, so we're asking everybody to register with the QR code. Uh, register to Love Packs for this event. It's $15 a plate, um, and then $18 at the door. Family event, bring your kids, bring bring your family. Um, they're gonna have barbecue from Chase and Tail Barbecue here mm-hmm. in, in Lake Dallas. They have amazing food. Uh, and so they've donated their time to cook for us and, and cater the event. But all the money is going to go right back to Love Packs. We have sponsors like Total ER Care. We have Josh Knowles, uh, Allstate here in Frisco. We have us, NTXPDR. We have Chasing Tail Barbecue. We have Havoc Trucks and Accessories. That's where I shop out of as well. Those are my friends over there. So they're on board. And we have Rapmasters of Denton. So we've all come together to help uh Bring awareness and, and, and help Love Packs awesome. feed the kids in November, December when they need it the most. I think my, my favorite part about that is 100% of everything that goes to the ticket goes to Love Packs. So everyone is coming together to sponsor this. So that's awesome. Yes. 
Perfect. November 12th, yes. 6 p.m., I see. Yes, it's November 12th uh, at Ratmasters in Corinth. The address is 1406 North North Corinth Street, uh, Suite 407 in Corinth. So if you know where Corinth Gymnastics or the NCTC campus is at, uh-huh. it's right over there off Corinth Parkway cool. uh, by, behind McLean's RV area. So there's a business park. It'll be in that business park. Cool. And I see tickets are available at the door as well. So definitely uh, take advantage of that. Support Love Packs. Uh, it's supporting those kids in our community that uh, need our help. John, thank you for just spending some time with me. The inaugural episode. So um, check this out on the live later on if you missed it uh, in your morning, as well as your favorite podcast platform. My name is Steve Stump. This is John Thompson with NTX PDR. You are listening, watching the Insurance Brew Crew, where we bring experts to talk about all things covered by insurance. And today we were talking about car and hell repair and um, minor collision repair. So again, thank you for listening and watching. John, thank you again. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's a great opportunity and uh, look forward to seeing how it goes. Thank you all. Awesome. All right. That's one.